0: Vision. Welcome to Aerovision, a podcast with a unique Irish perspective on the Eurovision Song Contest.
1: Twelve points, Ireland! All
2: of everything, remind me.
1: podcast we're back <laughs> 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 we missed you guys oh my god it's nearly
0: been two months oh. two months since two months last too long my friend very long very very long
1: first call a business mm-hmm. you know a busy business <laughs> yeah <laughs> um happy eurovision new year everybody <laughs> maestro play abba happy new
2: year happy new
1: a little bit of ABBA for this particular episode and you will see why very very shortly but Connor, did you have a nice summer break?
0: I did it was nice it's um strange to be back in you know Eurovision mode I guess but it's been a long time coming um this summer's been a bit of shit the weather's been crap here in Ireland (laughs) like I haven't really had a proper summer um but yeah it's been a nice break but I'm ready to get back into things now. How are yes. you? Last time we were we were speaking on this podcast, you were jetting off to, to us for a while. Yeah, How was your summer?
1: Hard to believe. Yeah, it was great. It was lovely. It was away for a month and uh, a little bit of chill out time then also. And yeah, just ready to like get back into routine, get back to Eurovision, back to Eurovision, back to what we know best. It's been lovely to come back to the podcast. You know, last year we were starting out fresh. We were kind of figuring out what we were doing. Now we have, like, our routine down. We have our meeting routine down, like, our Sunday evenings. We're going to be back with these lovely new mics. We look like Cornelia (laughs) Jacobs with these mics. Um, Yeah, I'm buzzing to be back. I had this, like, renewed energy. I think we needed the time off. Oh, absolutely. I think everybody needs to clock out of Eurovision land for a little bit. Especially last year
0: because I think because Ukraine won, we found out very early on that they wouldn't be able to host the Ukraine. UK stepped in and from then on from June we really we were getting news every single week host cities bids going in whereas this year it's kind of gone back to the normal process of Mm. Sweden won Malmo was announced which which we're we're going to come back to to. yeah we will but it was a normal kind of year now we're having a few weeks of nothing really happening whereas last year was like bang news bang news bang news so but back
1: to our call of business back to our list We've got some podcast stuff to do. Ooh. Firstly, guys, <laughs> hope you're loving some of the new stuff. I don't know if you you don't know if you spotted some different things on our socials. Yeah. We've had a little bit of a glow up, some <laughs> might say. It's like um, the first
0: day of school coming back and you're showing off <laughs> the, the new, new haircut, <laughs> the new makeup, the new bag, the new everything.
1: <laughs> the new shoes, and you're still breaking them in. Literally. Um, also, Connor, we want to talk about buy me a coffee.
0: Yes. So obviously we love doing this podcast and it's it's so fun. Um and a lot of you have been interested in supporting us, whether it's with the review or a comment, but some of you have actually wanted to help us, you know, go to pre-parties, go to Eurovision events to cover more and we decided to set up a buy me a coffee, um, which is where you can donate a cup of coffee to us for five euro, or you can donate three coffees or as many as you like if you would like. Um, and it's just basically to show us support in a different way. And by no means we're saying you have to give us a copy totally or anything Totally optional. Totally optional. Very, appreciated but if you very do. appreciative. Very so. appreciative. And do
1: also like let us know who you are, where you're from. Ask us a question exactly. and we'll give you a shout out on the next podcast. We're more than happy to do that. And we appreciate your support no matter what way you show it to us. But if you do choose to support us in that way, you can find the links in our link tree, in our bio. And anywhere on our socials, and we'll also link it down below. Yeah. Um, this podcast, and we'll also, need it
0: again in a few weeks' time when the news is coming in, taking fast. We'll need those coffees to keep us going. Do you think so? I think so.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It should be called like "Buy Me a Baby Guinness" or something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh God. <laughs> uh,
1: also, something very very exciting is that the Irish Podcast Awards are coming up mm-hmm. and again if you would like to show your support to us we would really 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 appreciate your vote for us in the listeners choice category and how can the listeners do that connor
0: so if you head to irishpodcastawards.ie they should be uh, they should have a yellow banner at the top that says vote listeners choice click it search for the podcast you want to vote for air Vision, of course. Um, fill in your details, your name and your email. They'll send you an email where you have to confirm your vote, and that's it. And you can vote for us. And to be honest, look, we're not we're not expecting to get <laughs> it, but it'd just be a nice way to show your appreciation yeah, for us really if you would like. It. Um, again, totally optional, but we would love if you could do it. And tag us if you do. Tag us on your stories so that you voted for AeroVision if you would like, and Absolutely. we'll repost it. So thank you again for your continued support as we head into our second season of AeroVision
1: So now that we've got all that business out yeah. of the way, are you ready to get into the pleasure? <laughs> oh, let's
0: do this. Let's, let's do this.
1: What the big piece of news, Connor? Over the summer, oh,
0: we got our host city. We're heading to Malmo. Which no one really thought we would be. <laughs> Everyone was very convinced on Stockholm. I know. Uh, Lorraine herself really wanted Stockholm. So she it's did. interesting. It's like the
1: Netta curse, isn't it? Literally. Where like Netta announces every year <laughs> yeah. the host city. And then it's like... Amsterdam! Inevitably, no. <laughs> always the other city. Literally. Um, we're going to talk more about Malmö and our plans and our thoughts more towards the end of this episode. But Sweden winning the Eurovision Song Contest 2023... Attending Malma hopefully in eurovision for eurovision in 2024 has inspired us to kind of return to our country episodes you may remember regular listeners of the podcast that last season we did the best Irish entries of all time we did the best UK entries of all time and we did the best Ukrainian eurovision entries of all time and we just thought the best way to get stuck into season two was to think about all things Sweden. Arguably one of my favourite countries on the planet, to be honest. <laughs> and today we're going to be discussing the best Swedish Eurovision entries ever. A minefield, Connor. How do we do that? <laughs> How do you do that? It
0: was a struggle for you, Lee, wasn't it? You were, <laughs> literally before we hit record. I love this one. I love this one. I love this one But I so really like this one She had about 15 songs I two
1: chosen songs. Didn't I Connor? <laughs> I had two chosen I was like Connor. I need to choose the third one mm-hmm. I have a short list of like 12 <laughs> And you were like That's a problem Lou That For is top a problem. three <laughs> Then I whittled it down to three And then I, I've eventually chosen But uh, listen lads You know me I'm going to have about 10 Honourable mentions I don't care I'm doing it um, Also of uh, course We had our question box up on Instagram And a lot of you yes. Responded with your favourites So thank you again as always for engaging with us we love hearing from you and we will be sharing as many of you as we can throughout this episode so i think firstly we should just take a quick listen to a snippet of a song which is the reason why we're here mm-hmm. and that's tattoo by
2: lorraine no
1: I'm sure lots of discussion is going to come up about that song throughout today's episode. But firstly, we're going to go to Connor for his first of three picks for Connor's favourite Swedish entries. Connor, in no particular order, what is your first choice?
0: My first choice is 2016 Mm. If I Were Sorry by Franz.
2: If I Were Sorry.
0: Weird choice, I think. A lot of people, a lot of people would say this entry. A lot of people actually really dislike this entry. But for me, I don't know. It's just something different about the song. It doesn't really sound like I hate the word, but a Eurovision song. You know, I know we hate saying that, but it it doesn't feel like a Eurovision entry. I kind of forget about it sometimes. <laughs> um, if it comes it's quite
1: up. an understated entry. Yeah, anyway. it kind of just
0: flows under the radar. But there's something really just nice and genuine about the entry. There's no fuss. It's just a lad standing on the stage with a few lights behind him and singing about, you know, his love life and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, it's a really, really nice entry. It was obviously a host entry as well. Came fifth, which was really good for a host entry. You know, didn't have that host entry curse that we talk about. But um yeah, I don't know, just a really, really nice, simple song. It kind of reminds me of like Ireland's old days, it's just a simple kind of ballady song. Uh, simple ballady song, simple ballad and yeah, just really, really sweet entry. Lovely lyrics. I prefer the studio live. I'm not mad about it. I think the vocals are a bit dodged at <laughs> stages, but yeah, just a nice song. And yeah, I think it's in my top three Sweden. Love songs, that. Yeah.
1: I really like this song as well. This is one of my honourable mentions, <laughs> so I'm really glad you're talking about it. Um you know this is for me this is a, a personal thing of that year 2016 I was studying and I was just going through this phase where like I was kind of living in the library you know yourself mm-hmm. and uh you know when you kind of you're in like work or study mode and you grow really reliant on certain playlists I was really into tropical house it was I think I mentioned on the podcast before it was um uh was it Midnight Memories, One Direction and <laughs> Tropical House playlists and, um, and an album by another group called A Great Big Worlds. But anyway, Tropical House I was really into and this dropped and I was like, this is pure Tropical House. And it was on all those big Spotify Tropical House playlists. Okay. So it did really well. Yeah. Streaming. I love how they staged it, like mm. the Flex of Gold France had this kind of vulnerability about him, which I like. And this song gets a lot of hate. And it shouldn't. I don't know why. Justice for France. I think what part of it could be is that Melody Festival and it's just so competitive. That really invested hardcore Eurovision fans kind of, they get invested in the selection and then they want other songs to win more. And I know it was like a relatively competitive national selection that year. But good choice, Connor. Mm. I'm glad you have shone some light Thank on you. our France. Claire James on Instagram has said, excluding the very obvious ones, Franz, if I were sorry, oh. was a bop. Uh, yeah, it's funny with the Swedish ones. It's like, besides the obvious, yeah. like, <laughs> aka the seven wins and <laughs> the however many top fives, so many good ones. Uh, who else do we have? Kevin has said The Worrying Kind, which I believe is 2007 by The Ark. Yes, it is. And it's kind of like a, it's pop, but it's kind of got this like costume makeup going on. And it's just really fun. It's quirky. It's full of character. I like that song a lot too. Uh, We have had Kian. Saying one euro for every time someone says Euphoria Which I can confirm was many <laughs> times So you get lots of euro there, Kean. Kean says his favourite is 2015 Of course, Mon Zemmer loves yes, Heroes. Heroes What do you make of that song, Connor?
0: Italy should have won that year
1: You're an Evolo fan
0: Yeah, like, look, Heroes is great and everything like that but I don't know, it's just a bit I don't know if I'm just sick of it now you know, probably in twenty fifteen I was like, Oh, this is brilliant, but yeah, I was in it I was an Italian stand that year, unfortunately. Fair enough. So yeah. what well, did you like it?
1: Yeah, I did like I've I, I was really it your winner? No, my winner that year was goodbye to yesterday, Estonia. Oh yeah. So I was really happy with their placement, but it was the sort of thing where it was like I loved heroes and I loved Grand Dame I think I would have been quite happy, happy for to either do. to win, if you know what I mean. I
0: remember twenty fifteen Estonia was like one of the favorites to win, and I remember being oh, so shocked. So good. Like I know that they still got a fantastic result. Seventh was it? I think it was like six or seven. Seventh, yeah. But like I was like, they only game six or seven. like seven. Woke the up hell? at six a.m.
1: <laughs> me every morning going to work. Smile to the door. The dog. door opens <laughs> up. <laughs> Why didn't you wake me up? <laughs> God, I can't wait until we do the Estonia (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Um, I love this answer to the question box. Cole O'Conn says, whatever Marriott sends next year. (laughs) A true Fest fan. Do you know something, actually? That response to our question box the other day when he mentioned Marriott got me back listening to One Day, her entry this year. That is such a gorgeous little song. It's a lovely entry. Highly underrated this year in Melody Festival. Mm Just as for Marriott. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so there we have it. There's a few of our responses on the question box.
0: Lou, what's your first in your top three of sweetest entries?
1: <laughs> Connor. Well, how could I ever refuse? <laughs> it feels like I win when I lose. <laughs> I what what Lou! <laughs> <laughs> Of course, 1974, the trajectory of music changed forever when sweden won eurovision with the song waterloo by abba
0: heard of them <laughs> who are they
1: <laughs> you're so funny Connor. you're a big Abbasan you're a so
0: you're big stan.
1: I would die for Abba wow I'm going to the Voyager tour-, tour next week oh next week this day next week oh shit I think literally yeah this time next week oh, I'll be, be dancing to Abba <sighs> in a stadium full of Abba fans yep die I know die. I've been waiting to go for ages the timing was just never right and then I'm managing to get over to London next week and it's gonna happen and guys I'll give you full review I'm so excited I've been to the ABBA <laughs> museum in Stockholm God, best day of my life you should I'm see your eyes right now
0: lads my god
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love ABBA I love ABBA sorry I love um, I've been watching all of Terry Girls at the moment you know and the word is like Protestants hate ABBA <laughs> One of my housemates doesn't really like ABBA. I was really? giving them some abuse there. I was like, yeah. Shit. I was like, are you sure? <laughs> it's ABBA. <laughs> it's
0: like, wrong. It's
1: ABBA. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> so anyway, God. in 1974, these four Swedish people rocked up on stage. And who <laughs> knew what superstars they are going yeah. to become? I mean, they were already pretty popular in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Did you know that they'd yeah, enter Melody Festival in before? I did. Do you know what the name of the song was? No idea. It was Ring Ring.
0: Oh. Good song. Oh, wow, okay.
1: And they won Melody Festival with Waterloo in Swedish, then translated it into English for the contest. I mean, I wasn't around then, but, like, it just shows you how iconic Ab are. Mm -hmm. And then the career they went on to have and, like, the impact they've had on pop culture, like the Mamma Mia movies, the musicals, um, you know, now this Voyager tour and... You know, there's ABBA brunches, ABBA themed drag bingos, like all these things you see everywhere. They're just iconic. They're huge. So um, it just wouldn't have felt right. While it's not necessarily in the top three of the Swedish entries that I stream, Mm -hmm. it would not have felt right for me to sit on a Swedish episode and not talk about ABBA and Waterloo and how iconic that is to me. And it's just one of those classic ones as a Eurovision fan that you can relay and be like, do you know, do you know, Anna, do you know they won, they won Eurovision? It's very relevant, actually. I know they won in nineteen seventy four, but it's very relevant. Ama, <laughs> <laughs> <Anna>, they're huge. <laughs> Eurovision's cool, okay? Um, I just, I love it. Like, I, fifty I can't years next year. Pardon?
0: Fifty years since they won next year.
1: Sure, that's why um Eurovision was raised. Yeah,
0: that's why everyone's saying, you know, <laughs> bullshit. I can't. I can't um, um, how would you feel about them? Doing something for I they've said no they've said no uh, yeah but I don't would I don't li- would you like you them. them to you?
1: of course yeah but like uh, un- under their terms like yeah. under their wishes and um, have to respect the artist's wishes but I I would love I'm sure like even if Abba don't turn up there'll be something. oh absolutely like, yeah you know yeah. it's like of, of all the acts like up there with Celine Dion mm-hmm. and Johnny Logan and whoever like they're so iconic yeah. you know so and um, it would I I don't imagine SBT won't. Um. Yeah. I just. I had to mention ABBA. It was. It was a given. Any. Any thoughts yourself, Connor? Yeah.
0: Look, they're classic. Classic. Um. Great band. Great music. Waterly wouldn't be one of my favorite songs from them. So <laughs> it wouldn't I'm go into my the same. In yeah, like it doesn't go into my top three or my very top five Swedish songs. Um, at Eurovision. But look, you gotta appreciate the legacy that they have. And God, when. You know, you say to people, oh, famous Eurovision winners, ABBA are one of the first people you say. So, yeah, that's a good question as Yeah, battles. exactly. So, yeah, look, ABBA, they're, they're legends, they're legendary. And like you said, the legacy that they have between the movies, the musical, the every Jesus Christ, this goes on. So, mm-hmm. yeah, not surprised. But has anyone said them in our question box, Lee?
1: Yes, uh, I'm Joannette has mentioned them, autistic underscore singer four has mentioned waterloo we've had a lot of waterloo mentions uh kind of a, a given really when you're discussing uh, <laughs> sweden in eurovision uh Kviva the diva that is a great Quiva the Scranton. diva i
0: love that name love
1: <laughs> that Kviva the diva has said abba no question goat aka greatest of all time um there's also just a lot of people in the question box saying there is too many to choose. <laughs> we have had an awful lot of people uh, mentioning Take Me to Your Heaven, Charlotte Peretti. Of course, Malfes Mihal loves can't this. Can't forget Take Me to Your Heaven is always his favorite. He sent in a lot of love hearts and Swedish flags. Uh, a big standout moment I'd say for us in Liverpool was being <laughs> present in Euro Club with Malfes Michal when Charlotte Pirelli was there was before performing. Take Me To Your Heaven like what a full circle moment uh, Love so it. special uh, Kate uh, Great Pals apart, Pod hi Hello, Kate, Kate has also said Charlotte Pirelli Take Me To Your Heaven so has Declan McCartan so has Killian Malloy and lots of other people giving Charlotte Pirelli a shout out too but Let's move on to Connor's number 2 pick in no particular order of course. We should say, Connor, who would you like to discuss next?
0: My second choice is from 2020, the COVID year, and it's The Trio, the lovely The Mamas with the song Move. Loved them so much. I'm devastated that they didn't get to go to Eurovision as themselves. You know, of course, they were backing vocalists for John Lundvik the year before. And, oh, there's something just so lovely about the song Move. It just puts a smile on your face. Again, it's not serious. It's not having, like, any polished choreography or any big staging plans. It's just three iconic women on the stage singing their hearts out. Three friends living their best life on the the stage, and I'm devastated that this didn't get to go to Eurovision. I don't think it would have won, but I definitely think it would have been a top five, top ten contender. I just love this song, and, yeah, it's one of those entries that were robbed of, of going to the Eurovision stage, and they came back the following year with in the middle but it wasn't as good as move obviously but mm. yeah i hope they come back one day and they get their moment on the stage just the three of them but move my god it's just so fun it's so happy it's just an absolute amazing entry for for sweden and i just love it just puts a smile on my face simple as
1: oh that's a great choice connor again guys this is one of my own <laughs> conventions i was really close to picking it as well Connor and I knew we were going to agree on another yeah. one, so I went in a different direction, we'll say. Uh, what is not to love? I've said this so many times before, what's not to love about happy women singing a great song? Absolutely. They're just so likeable. We met them. We did. We met them at Melfest. I didn't. Oh, you I did. met them. <laughs> Never mind. I met
0: Lulu. I met Lulu. I met Lulu. That, okay. that was it. But you met them all.
1: I've met them all. Oh, I was with Valentine yes, from yes, Eurovision yes, yes. Yeah. So that was... Um, at melody festival in, uh last 22 sorry, that was at melody festival and last year when cornelia won um that was iconic we were at the after party and uh they were all there they were just like you know going around having a party having a drink and everybody was like the Mamas are here cool like everybody <laughs> was going up and giving them hugs and taking photos. it was really sweet and then the dj put move on And everybody was like, ah, there was this big (laughs) circle made and they were given loads of space in the middle of the dance floor. And the three of them were doing the like, and they were doing, you know, the like shoulders and the dance move. And it was just really wholesome to see. They're really, really lovely people. You know, the way they were a little bit of a shock winning 2020. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of daughter fans out there. Personally, I've always been more the mamas Anne and Bergendahl if we're, Mm -hmm. you know, choosing teams. In, in, in that area that's me personally I know there's a lot of daughter love out there um, I was so happy they won in 2020 yeah. it was so deserved I think they would have ate up juries Oh, that absolutely. was going to be a super competitive year like because you had Daddy Frere you had Fire more you had Uno mm-hmm. but I think Daddy Frere and Uno would have really benefited from televote and I think the Mamas and uh, the would have really benefited from the juries and yeah. I think the Mamas possibly could have actually won the juries or at least come mm-hmm. to the top two So, yeah, like, what a moment for them to come back after being back in years for Jan Lundvik. And you know what I loved, actually, about when they won in 2020 was when, and it ended up becoming a bit of a meme, was when Jan Lundvik was handing over the trophy and he was like, two, two (laughs) times, two (laughs) times. They were all, like, crying. It was actually a really sweet moment, him giving his previous backing vocalists the trophy yeah. I, I just remember thinking that was you know a really lovely a really lovely moment I'd love them to come back
0: I, I would love them to come back mm. I'm so annoyed it's one of those entries that obviously 21 you know it was up to the broadcaster to invite them back and it's like oh come on SVT I know Melody Festival and it's such a big uh, they can't institution not have Melfest, but like though, you can have Melfest but just the winner doesn't go to Eurovision
1: Uh, That's the whole point of it though It's not a Ah, but It's one
0: year though One year Yeah. Covid Like it's such a
1: But see Sweden do it right They're like We need the songs The mamas could have come back With like a pretty poor song And Ah, then
0: I just love them I know I love them
1: I know And in the middle Was a good But it just wasn't the one It wasn't the one And it wasn't
0: move No You know it wasn't move It didn't give you the same feeling You were like Oh Like the the, I love the way they did the, The same opening shot with move and then the transition to the gold of like yeah. we're back, we're here. Might Aww. not have the best song, but like we're here, we're still competing. And it it's just a lovely wholesome moment, but I feel yeah. like
1: they would just look after you. Oh, absolutely. Mammy vibes. To yeah. me. Legends, a lot of them. <laughs> Legends. Great choice, Connor. So going back to our question box, speaking a lot about Jan Lundvik there, there's been a few people who've mentioned his entry in two thousand and nineteen. So ESC Gals has just said 2019 Kira who is a pal of the pod has said too late for love uh, and another entry she's mentioned which we will talk about later (laughs) also we have had a few mentions of older entries and we've been mentioning a lot of newer entries generally Mm -hmm. so I'm going to call out a couple of these M Doherty 1992 has said massive fan of Dan Vilda 1996 it Hurts, 2004, and Hero, 2008, way too many to choose one. Ellen, 95, has said Fremling, 1983. That's the first of Corolla's entry. Eloise, 1993. I was so close to putting that in my <laughs> top three. It's my namesake. <laughs> Eloise. Such a good one. And listen to your heartbeat, 2001. Yeah, yeah. If Steps did Eurovision. Literally, that's the That's the closest that's the entry <laughs> yeah. uh, I could think of. Dave Mackin, great pal of the pod, how are are you, Dave, Dave, has said, believe it or not, digaloo, digalay, Harry's. And I personally think that is a banger of a song. But you know my one issue with it?
0: What? Go on.
1: They beat Linda Martin, (laughs) Terminal 3. And she should have won that year. She should have won, my God. (laughs) She should have won. She should have won. Uh, oh, here's a Waterloo comment that we didn't see from earlier from Burnstagram. Waterloo, because I'm basic, but I like all their winnings. Because I'm basic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> love
1: that. Plus Undo, <laughs> Hold Me Closer, Den Vilda and a ton. P Minch88 saying Fremling from 1983. Lisa Mordener is the other person he mentioned Jan Lundvik, Too Late for Love. Eva saying, Everyone's sleeping on Fagvand at and Stormvin. Oh, We've got a lot of Corona love corona here fans. in the question box. And shane gallagher mentioning undo
0: a lot of love for undo there
1: yeah Mm. now one song i mentioned briefly earlier that Killian smith has pointed out is charlotte pirelli hero which brings us to my (laughs) second pick charlotte pirelli hero 2008 If you're a regular listener, you probably will remember my love for 2008. I never shut up about how much I love 2008 (laughs) as a year. So that's kind of what pushed this Swedish entry into my picks this time around. I mean, look, it's not a hugely inventive song. It's like your basic Scandi, Schlager, pop, lovely woman In a silver dress. Like how many silver dresses were there that year? Did you hear the tea about the dress? No. With Charlotte Pirelli? Go on. I read before that, you know, uh, in 2008, uh, there was Shady Lady, Annie Lorak for Ukraine. There was this whole kind of Barney that uh, Charlotte Pirelli had the silver dress on in rehearsals that... Uh, Annie Laurek had a different dress on and then in the following rehearsals Annie Lorak turned up in this like silver shimmery dress really similar to Charlotte Pirelli's Charlotte Pirelli talked about it in an interview and apparently it really upset her oh. and it was too late to change the dress and then she said well why should I change the dress I had first um, so yeah wow. bit of an interesting one but Inside anyway scoop. this song is just a bit of a bop it's fun it's catchy it's a real Eurovision karaoke song it was very of it's time as yeah. well you know if you had to and caps out 2008. Eurovision, in terms of music, it's pretty fitting. I mean, 2008 was really competitive in terms of the girly bops because we had Calais, Calais, Armenia, we had Secret Combination, Greece, and we had, as I mentioned, Shade Lady, Annie Lorik, Ukraine. So this is a very competitive year. Charlotte Pirelli nearly did not qualify with well, this.
0: Well, in this day and age, she wouldn't have. She wouldn't have. have. She it came 12th.
1: Yeah, she was pushed through. It was
0: the jury, the that automatic qualifier thing, that they, the wildcard thing. Could that you imagine did.
1: Charlotte Pirelli? Yeah. Of all people, a former winner. Mm-hmm. And cute. Donna
0: team. International. Same <sighs> thing. So,
1: Shocker. Yeah. Shocker. But yeah, I love this one. It's a bit of fun and I just had to stick it in. Yeah. I really like
0: it. it. It wouldn't be up there for me, but it's a nice... I do prefer this to Take Me to Your Heaven. I think Hero... Yeah, I don't know, it's not as good and it's not a winner, but I think it is that kind of cheesy Eurovision kind of pop tune that we we all love. Um, yeah, really, really good choice, Lou. I really...
1: Thank you. I really like it. I do like it. Thank you. So, going to our question box, of course, we have barely touched on somebody huge arguably the big probably the <laughs> biggest person for sweden in eurovision and up there with johnny logan the most yeah. successful uh eurovision entrant which is queen laureen now little spoiler alert the next choice of mine and connor's is not laureen so we're mm-hmm. going to talk about her now yeah uh jose has said euphoria um sorry joanne has said Mons and Lorene Stephen O has said popular Eric Sada which we haven't actually mentioned yet mm-hmm. and Euphoria Mr. Eurobat has put Euphoria as his number one Hero as his number two as I've just discussed and three invincible Corolla oh. um, we have Euphoria from Sam Reed. AMS IRL has said Lorene Euphoria uh, we have Dance You Off from Jamie Brennan which we haven't really touched on yet Eurovision fan saying euphoria and tattoo. So a big Loreen fan there. Uh, Starboy saying tattoo. Uh, lots of tattoo and euphoria. Eurovision Wood Project says euphoria. My Instagari says euphoria. Uh, Scott Downey says tattoo by The Queen in capital <laughs> letters. Uh, Kieron Todd Harkin saying basic gay in love with his pop girlies. Toss it between Hold Me Closer tattoo and euphoria good i mean connor we didn't put Lorene in either of us but we kind of discussed this before right
0: yeah i feel like Lorene's kind of in a category of her own just for the impact that she's had particularly with euphoria i feel like her win in 2012 kind of threw the contest into a different trajectory you know you saw the success that euphoria had back then and continued to have you know still really to this day so i guess it's kind of you know it's in a category It's phone euphoria and then tattoo on top of it again you see the success that it's been having across Europe and the world really now the streams that it's getting the chart success that it's had she's she just deserves her own pedestal I think so yeah I think that's probably why we both haven't really thrown her into the mix of, of Eurovision I top. Know. you know our top three of Sweden at Eurovision but she's she's of course there but yeah. it's just we want to give time to other entries I guess
1: yeah it's kind of it's it's like the I don't want to use the word basic because I don't I don't think it's basic and I don't want to d- dismiss anybody's favourite it's nearly like the obvious yeah. answer like it's it's so good how could you not exactly of course she's there entries? like of course um Connor do you prefer Euphoria or Tattoo
0: oh, I prefer Tattoo but I don't know if it's just because it's new yeah and you know like Euphoria is 11 years old you know when you think about it. Yeah. So it's like, it's still a tune. It's still a bop. have had longer to sit with you it. you had longer to yeah. sit with it. It's had a impact on you since 2012. Do you know? So Euphoria is literally, or Tattoos came out in the last seven, eight months, you know? Yeah, so
1: yeah, yeah. It's a bit fresher.
0: It's a bit it's... fresher. Is it more kind of the time, you know, the music industry is more reflective of it, it now. You know, it's doing well in the charts. So, you know, it's more representative of music today. So, of course, you're going to like a more... I guess you. For now, it's tattoo, but you know, if they both came out at the same time, I don't know. I don't know. It's a hard one to. I kind of flip flop between the two. At the moment, it's tattoo. At the moment, it's tattoo. But
1: we, you and I, discussed this uh, when we returned from Melody Festival, and we talked about it on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I know that I said to you that I, at the time, I preferred Euphoria. As a song, but I thought the performance of Tattoo was better. And I remember you asked me, I was sort of saying, oh, well, Tattoo is almost like the happy marriage between Statements, her 2017 Melfest entry, and Euphoria. You asked me if I preferred Statements or Tattoo, and I just about said Tattoo, but I would actually say now, having lived through the 2023 contest, having been at Melfest this year, having been at Eurovision this year, that Tattoo just has a really kind of special place in my Mm -hmm. heart. I I think it's probably because for sentimental reasons, just thinking back on Liverpool, like all the happy memories, um, how much I enjoyed this season and how much we enjoyed this season. And yeah, Tattoo, I think, gets the edge for me, but it's kind of like, you know, how can you you choose... It's like choosing your favourite sibling. You know, it's like... (laughs) They're, they're both just they're just so iconic in, in their own way. So it's a, good, it's a good question. It's a good problem to have. Yeah. <laughs> to find it hard to answer. Um, yeah. What a queen. Yeah. What a queen. Queen, Laureen. And from one queen to another, oh we've had a God. lot of mention of a certain short-haired blonde lady from Sweden. <laughs> we had Eurovision Wood Projects putting in Hold Me Closer. We had Harry Baldapod mentioning Hold Me Closer. We had Mr. Daniel J. Carey saying Cornelia Jacobs. Hold me closer from Sophia Roas. We have Hold Me Closer from Kira. We have uh, sorry. We have Hold Me Closer from Dean Granger, who is the photographer for oh, yeah. right? nice guy we met in Dublin. So I wonder who could <laughs> the next pick be. And I wonder is it Connor's pick or I wonder is it my pick?
0: both of our picks.
1: We've we're we sharing, sharing it. this one. We're we? sharing this one. So the last pick for both Connor and I which we're sharing is Hold Me Closer by
0: Cornelia Jacobs. single time I listen to it oh it's beautiful it is a beautiful entry and every time you listen to it I've had the opportunity to see her perform it live at Euroclub you saw it at Melfest we saw it in Turin ourselves every time it's just the emotion the rawness in her vocal coming through the vulnerability as well chef's kiss as you say just kiss. I love this. I love this. This is my all time. This was actually my ESC 250 top one last year and I think it stayed, stayed that way this year. I, I love the entry. The lyrics, everything about it. Just so, so, so good. So good.
1: You know, if you've got the seal of approval from Neve Kavanagh, <laughs> yeah. that you're doing something right. Spoiler for the next episode. <laughs> um, oh, connor i couldn't have said it better Mm. yeah this this is my favorite swedish entry of all time you know i had covid in january or february 22 i can't remember when exactly this dropped but it was definitely around the time and i was isolating and i was kind of i was kind of going through it a bit at the time you know it happens go through we go through phases in life and this song dropped, the snippet dropped. And I was like, I have to hear the full version of this. This sounds really promising. And I liked one or two other snippets that I heard. And I thought, like, yeah, this could be a good for yeah. And watched the first semi-final. Cornelia turned up and I was in floods of tears. I was like, this is so vulnerable, so real, so genuine, so authentic. I just loved her. There was just something so likeable about her. And I barely slept then for about two months because I was like, what a sweet thinks <laughs> Anders Baga. What am I going to do? Bigger than the universe. Oh, oh my God. Oh the stress God. I endured in the Friends Arena in Stockholm oh. that night. I was looking around at the Swedes going mad during Anders Baga and I was like, you guys better not do this to me. I did not travel over here for you. <laughs> to watch him win. He seems lovely. I'm sure he's a great man and I know he loves his dogs and stuff and that's great. But listen, lads, Cornelia is the one. Like she's like a once in a decade, once in a century kind of person, Mm -hmm. you know, like and just that's that was the song. Yeah. I'm really shocked that she came forth. Mm. You know, I know that the cards didn't really fall for her with the televote, but that was Sweden's best televote for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can I also just say, when Sweden send women, it tends to always go right. <laughs> yeah. Sweden so just need to continue mm, sending there women. There we go. Um, what, what an entry. And, you know, a, a real kind of core moment was she performed it, like, flawlessly the whole way through Melody Festival and, and then in her winner's performance... It was the first time she ever did the... The high notes. I know, I wanna know, but just give me the night. And I just remember, Michal, Melchizedek Michal has this on video. I yeah. started screaming when she did that <laughs> because I didn't know she was going to do it. And I literally just went, <laughs> 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 like I had this like visceral reaction to Cornelia oh Jacobs God. hitting the high notes I didn't know she was going to do. Um, And then she continued to do it in mm. Turin. And... Do you know what? You know how lo- much I loved Stefania, but what a good winner that been oh. as well last year. Yeah. That whole top four in Turin was so good. So good. But um, yeah, like I, I think it will take a long time for any country to produce a song as good as this yeah. quality as this and anybody I played this song to loved it yeah
0: no absolutely yeah. absolutely and I think it was a change in direction for Sweden because of the you know you were talking about the Televote it was the first song they had done well in the mm. Televote for a number of years because it was raw it was just authentic to the artist. it wasn't this manufactured mm. Swedish pop songs that we'd been seeing in the previous few years exception for the Mamas but you know in the previous few years it was just this kind of it just You could not connect with the songs You couldn't connect Whereas Cornelia came in, And the minute she started singing You were Oh Oh mm. what's this Oh I can feel everything she's singing to me I can feel it in my in my gut You
1: like feel her, her pain you, Literally you, Yeah
0: And it's not that she's bawling her eyes out she, She's literally singing the song with the motion And the kind of graspy kind of
1: Yeah the raspy
0: voice. The raspy vocal And just everything yeah. It just It wasn't perfect and that's what made it perfect. Do you know what I mean?
1: What's your favorite bit of the song?
0: My favorite bit, oh, the head, the head bang. Yeah. The head bang. I
1: picked you up the other day <laughs> in <did>. the car, <laughs> and ESE radio. I didn't on. see it. I didn't and t- held me closer. And Connor's coming out of the door, and I was like, oh my god, he's gonna come out for the hair flip. He's gonna come out for the hair flip. We're oh gonna have to do it. I have to do it. And then it was like, do do. And then I did the hair flip, and I looked at Connor like for his approval, and he was just looking back at me, and I was like, I did the. <laughs> I didn't realise. Didn't realise.
0: No, and that's a real pet peeve of mine. It's when people don't get the head but headbutt, headbutt <laughs> on time. It's like there are a few It's like, no, you gotta wait for the beer. You gotta wait for yeah. the bang. Um yeah, the headbutt. Or even just the You know, terrain was amazing, but the staging at Melfest was mm. brilliant because it was no pyro or anything like that. But it was that just her. And bit they did, yeah. Well. Oh, hurt in rehearsal. She had so much trouble. She was really going through it. She was and like,
1: I don't think SBT were too happy. No,
0: rightly so though. Well, Tur- Turi was a messful stuff, yeah. but Jesus, she got a, a rough time because all the, the camera cuts that they wanted just weren't happening or you could mm. see cameramen running across and it's like, it wasn't that it difficult was to staging. Like,
1: it was just to get the camera angles right. Because exactly. it's just her standing in front of this circle that Literally. moves around a bit. <laughs> Literally,
0: that it's was not it. actually
1: that much. No. It, 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 you're more techie than me. Is that intricate? No, it's just
0: you have to run quickly to get out of the angle or make sure you cut yeah. the camera it's cut right. But um,
1: That's yeah. also my favourite song because sometimes, right, it comes on, on like, my shuffle. And I'll be kind of like, mm, I I'm in the mood for more boppy songs. I don't know if I'm in the mood for this, and I'm, I'm I'm more usually up for my bop songs. But then I always say, Louise, wait till after the first yeah. chorus. I always listen to it through beat, and then once it goes, dung, 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 dung. I'm like, Oh, I'm here, Cornelius, singing, <laughs> and I am here. Uh, what a song! Yeah, what a song! Know the I two heard- of us were in bits. Tr- oh, t- literally! T- Jesus Christ! <laughs> Glasgow me hole in the middle of us being like. <laughs> Do we need some therapy guys? <laughs> I'm like, falling our eyes out like, okay. like
0: Jesus Christ. Um and she's coming to Dublin next year. Oh, she's be-
1: there. Can I say something so funny?
0: Oh god, go like on. The
1: ticket situation.
0: <laughs> if anyone would like a Cornelia tickets, ticket. So <clears throat> Oh god.
1: Connor bought me a ticket. I bought myself a ticket. Another friend of mine bought me a ticket because sometimes I'm in work and I, I can't get on Ticketmaster. So the odd time Connor does me a favor and will get me tickets or whatever. Um, but I did get the ticket that day So I have a lot of Cornelia Jacobs tickets <laughs> Going
0: once, going twice <laughs> I actually
1: think I put my spare one on Ticketmaster yesterday so. There you go um, um, Can't wait to see everyone there yeah. That would be a good one And
0: just as well, her other songs as well by Like Rise, Late Night yeah. Stories She is a fantastic writer, full stop So if I you, turned if to you, you haven't, that
1: cover was amazing oh my god So good,
0: so good She's just a fantastic artist I'm surprised she hasn't blown up more like, she's huge in Sweden, but Jesus Christ, a global artist. She should be everywhere. Everywhere.
1: All she needs is, like, another of the songs. Mm-hmm. You know, like, another kind of hit. And I yeah. think it could really propel her. And she would deserve it. And she's such a, a lovely person. Yeah. She's really tell. kind and giving and and, and good. And... Very deserving, really, of the Arabic and top pick, let's be honest here. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody who doesn't like the song has been listening to the last 10 minutes being like, skip, 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 skip. <laughs> uh, No, but a lot of our listeners wrote in to say Cornelia also. So it's only right we devoted this time. Good. I have one last run through our listeners' submissions and see is there anything that we missed. Uh, yeah, popular... Uh, eric sada very um popular one (laughs) uh nearly could have won 2011 when you think about it uh conor s uh Pod, hello from cork has also said popular uh dancy wolf has been mentioned a few different times that was another good one i suppose it was kind of stuck in the middle of you know you were mentioning we were mentioning about swedish women there and the Mm -hmm. change 2015 to 19 we just had this run of like really handsome talented men singing very slick polished pop songs and they can get a little bit forgotten I think because there was you know so many of them in a row that's it we had I Can't Go On Robin and I hate that song and so on I also really really don't like like that song personally Uh, what's your opinion on Undo Sonny Nielsen
0: Uh, I like it but it wouldn't be like a top 10 for me Um, great staging but uh, so, yeah a bit of irritating Shane's on the ears Dundu.
1: Shane's mentioned Dundu. yeah um I think Sanya Nielsen amazing oh I love her I would love her to come back to Eurovision I think she could be a real shoe in as a Eurovision host oh next year uh something that uh I discovered recently was that uh in 2016 Petra Amida was uh you know, having uh, some kind of issues and it wasn't totally clear at a time if Petra was going to be able to host the 16 oh, wow. believe it or not. So, Sanya Nielsen was standing in and learning Petra's lines and choreography and moves. What? So, she is one to watch potentially for hosting and she hosts Allsang, which yeah. is a really popular show over in Sweden. So, yeah, all that being said, while I love Sanya, I, I don't love that song and Ace Wilder should have gone to mm-hmm. Eurovision for Sweden that year. Uh, in my... Humble, Humble opinion. <laughs> Is there any Swedish winners we haven't mentioned? We haven't really talked about Corolla. Holy Corolli. Yeah. <sighs> Three-time entrant. Yeah. Wow, like, that's pretty big.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. I neat. love that one. I think it's classic. I love the choreography. Shout out to our pal, Micah. She's a really big fan of Corolla. What do you make of Invincible?
0: <laughs> you know, it's like... oh no. I feel like the 2000s for me with Eurovision is very wishy washy. I just. Yeah. I, it was a really bad spell, in my opinion. Just bad entries left, right, and centre. Very few that were actually good. But yeah, wouldn't be a big fan. I don't think Sweden really got back into like a good run until 2011 with Popular. Mm. I think before then it was kind of hit and miss. Yeah. I love Anna Bergendahl, though. This is my life That should have qualified That That
1: shouldn't have been their NQ Poor girl But I love the kind of like The comeback she has had Yeah In the last few years Melody Festival And like she is so beloved She's a
0: qualified doctor name
1: Good for her honestly I was like
0: you do you
1: A woman with multi talents Like things we love to see Mm -hmm. Good for her honestly She's great She's great
0: I'd love for her to actually Go to Eurovision again Kingdom
1: Come was a banger Yeah Kingdom Come Kingdom Come yeah
0: she's really good she was at the Melfest pre-party last year yeah um, and she was amazing there yeah. so I'd love for her to come come back and get Lads, to go can television. we just say
1: I know we're banging on about Melfest but like if you're ever thinking about going go to Melody mm-hmm. Festival and oh it's so good highly <laughs> recommend yeah
0: it makes you really envious of your if you're not you, the after- <laughs> final but it's definitely worth it just the the weekend of it it's fantastic
1: yeah well We've gone through as many as we possibly can. Hopefully, we haven't forgotten anything major. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Sweden has just had so many heavy hitters in Eurovision that it's quite possible. And we apologise if we missed your favourite. But, guys, you have to hit up the question boxes. Exactly. If you don't want your favourite to be missed, you have to follow our socials. So, make sure you do that. Um, quick one to round out before we finish this episode is just the reason we're here doing this Swedish episode. Malmö... 2024 God <laughs> No Stockholm No No Gothenburg
0: No It seemed that Malmo was the only option though Based mm. on What was going on Gothenburg The arena was too old Or something like that Some
1: problem with the roof I believe Something with the
0: roof Stockholm And um, the, the football team Said no
1: Swifties unite <laughs> Woo Taylor Swift <laughs>
0: Um so yeah so we've really only left Malmö. So whenever Loreen wins we go back to Malmö. That's mm. that seems to be the thing. You have been to Malmö? I have. And what what's it like as a city? I've never been so I'm looking forward to potentially
1: visiting. It's lovely. It's smaller obviously than Stockholm. It is quite easy to get around. It's I would say it's more of a residential city like a working city okay um you know stockholm has more in general of your like kind of tourist things to do um capital city charm but malmo is really really lovely um there's a lovely kind of uh, river going through the middle uh, they have a look there's a lovely square i have really fond memories of it because i have to shout out two people um violetta Lithuanian Irish friend who now lives in Denmark this is worldwide <laughs> uh, and another part of the pod, a good friend of ours Connor John yes uh, who uh, if you don't know him, he's ESC John on Twitter. he's a legend. Uh, he was um living in Sweden at the time um, and the three of us had this like mini trip between Copenhagen and Malmo. And it was so wholesome. We had so much fun and yeah, we like just scooted around the whole time, so I highly recommend getting the scooters. Uh John and I also um got the train across from Copenhagen to Malmö, which is important to mention because first of all, that bridge is epic. It's really cool. If you fly into Sock or if you fly into Copenhagen, sorry, which I imagine a, the majority of people would probably from Dublin. Um the if it's a clear day, you'll get a lovely view of that uh, bridge between Copenhagen and Malmö. It's so quick. It's literally like 40 minutes tops so it's very doable if you know you're going to Malmo for the day but you're staying in copenhagen copenhagen's also a lovely city so um that's good uh, there's a nice town called lund just outside of malmo which you could also get the train in and out from so while we know sweden isn't necessarily going to be a, a cheap a reasonably priced eurovision host country there's ways around it um, you know if you book some and you have a good look around and don't just limit your options to Malmo only like if you're willing to get trains like they all run very well they're all very efficient so I would recommend doing that I also think there's uh, like Stockholm always has my heart and to be honest was always going to be my topic I love Stockholm mm-hmm. but there is this charm that you get with these slightly smaller Cities because like we saw in Liverpool like how close everything was together and you would wander around Liverpool and bump into your Eurofat yeah. friends whereas in a big capital city that's not as likely to happen so we know Malmö hosts it well before I went out to that arena uh, Violetta just brought me out to show me one of the days it's, it's very well connected there's a massive shopping centre beside it there's a big like conference building for the press centre so like everything's there um, it's it's connected by public transit. Um, there's buses that go out there too, and I think it's going to be another another great hosting. Can I also just throw in that apparently, according to my sources, oh. Emily De Forest is recording songs and is rumored to be entering Dansk Melody Grand Prix. Oh, do God. you know what the link
0: is? There one to last Arine time in. Mama, 2013, mama. so...
1: The year after, Lorene won. Lorene
0: won, yeah, so...
1: So imagine we had a round two, God. Emily de Forest for Denmark.
0: Jesus, God. Yeah. And the last time we were Mama was when we qualified in 2013 as well, so the stars are aligning. i got at- the
1: rosary piece out, lad. <laughs> <laughs> Come
0: on. Oh, God. You mentioned something there about, it seems to be the kind of tradition now, of your vision to stay away from the the capital cities and mm. you know go to cities that you might not go to to keep the kind of community yeah. spirit of Eurovision you know you might lose that in a big capital city because yeah. it's so massive whereas the smaller cities everything's a bit closer everyone's staying a bit closer together and you get that kind of vibe throughout the city then I think that's something we definitely saw in Liverpool yeah. really not so much but definitely in Liverpool anyway Yeah,
1: I think another benefit to that too is the locals you know mm-hmm. because if it's a slightly smaller You know, in a capital city like Dublin, for example, like we get stuff all the time, Mm -hmm. like the big concerts, like the matches. And it's definitely something I know I take for granted. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'll go down the road there to the Olympia, to that gig. Like, I don't have to think about how I'm getting up or where I'm staying Mm -hmm. or like same if you're onto a match or a big event or whatever. So um, I think for the most part, people outside of those big cities really appreciate when their city or their town gets to host something and then you get this buy-in from the locals and uh they are all like really excited and there's a nice atmosphere in the city and there's decorations up and uh all of this kind of thing so i i i think it's a great choice you know um we had solid choices in there for sweden anyway it was sweden hosting was never a concern really so i'm very much looking forward to it i am pretty certain I'm going to go <laughs> I think the Eurovision bug has bit me like I yeah. think I'll find it hard um, not to go at any year it may happen of course you know sometimes we all need a breather or to save our time off but um,
0: I keep saying that's me this year then. I'm nah, slowly I just know coming around <laughs> I'm just slowly coming around I may
1: have to give mouth estimates though I think
0: so I think so I think I do yeah. more parties the ones that I haven't done I think that's my We'll keep his god Yeah, but seventh, ninth, and eleventh of May, twenty twenty-four. Bring it on! Mal Bring muck. it on!
1: They have a uh, great yeah. Irish pub, by the way.
0: <laughs> That's important. That's important. We got locked into it. <laughs> oh!
1: I paid a hefty amount of money for a pint of Guinness in there as well. It was my own fault. It was muck. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like
0: Guinness is muck, anyways. Sorry.
1: Oh! Not fun. It's our national beverage, young man. God,
0: no. <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> Please direct your complaints for the slacking off of Guinness to Connor's personal Instagram. There we Instagram go. There we go. I love Guinness. Um, oh God! There we have it. Hey, that's it. Sweden. That's a that's a big L episode. It's a big European country to tackle, and we did it. Woo! So Connor, a few more things in order. Just to mention again. If you enjoy our podcast, if you would like to support us on Buy Me A Coffee, we'd really appreciate it. Go into our link tree uh, on any of our social medias, our Instagram, our Twitter, and you can find it there, or the link is in the description of this podcast. Of course, Connor, we would also appreciate the listeners' support in another way.
0: Yes, the Irish Podcast Awards are happening, and the listeners' choice is now open. So if you head over to irishpodcastawards.ie, Click the little yellow bar which says uh, that says "Vote Listeners' Choice." Submit your vote for Airvision. Confirmify your email. We would really, really appreciate it, guys. So thank you so much if you do do that and tag us as well on our social media, which you can find us at Lou.
1: We are at Airvision Podcast on. Instagram. We are at Airvision Pod on Twitter. I refuse to call X. <laughs> I knew um, she'd do that. I it's that. Twitter. <laughs> it's Twitter. It's Twitter. It's always been Twitter. <laughs> and it would always be Twitter to me. Um, you can email us. Also, we love a good email. Love a good email. at gmail.com. We are also on YouTube. Lots of great stuff on there. We're going to have a big old interview <laughs> hitting up on there pretty soon. So Please stay tuned for that. Uh, We're also getting the ball rolling again on our TikTok. So make sure to follow us on there for updates, bits of information. And we're very excited to be back. So stay tuned. There's a lot coming up this season. A A lot lot coming on. I'm ready to lose a lot more sleep. (laughs) Bring it on. Bring Bring it it on. on. That's what it is all
0: about. Um, But yeah, our next episode, though, we're very excited about it. Stay tuned because it's going to be really, really good. So keep an eye out for that when it drops Woo. very, very soon. But for now, I guess we're back. We're rolling. 2024. Let's do this. We're good to go as he would say himself. But for myself and Lou, all we got to say is Sláinte go- be- Fáil!